Hi friends, welcome to the Avatar Academy. In this very first podcast episode, we will be diving into the nature of non-being. What is the non-being? I invite you to play this game of inquiry which is a deeper exploration of one's own nature so you will not just take these words that are being presented as a context that you recognize with your intelligence not just another mental picture that is added in to the infinite collage of ideas but a deeper investigation of your innermost nature and we can do so by recognizing this awareness that is having our human experience and we can localize our attention to where it feels for us that this awareness is mostly concentrated. For some of us that may be in our minds or in our hearts. Or really it can be anywhere in the interior of your body or even outside of your physical body you may feel like that awareness is everywhere or you may feel like it is mostly concentrated at one point and feel into that point and it can be a well-grounded point of awareness where your awareness is mostly resting at this time or it may be a fleeting point it may be like it's here and there and now it's going here and now it's going there but feel into this awareness itself and try to feel where does it come from Maybe look in the space that is being perceived and try to check out, if you can, where are you perceiving this from? If you feel that your awareness is coming from a certain place, map out this place 
we'll call it the center of awareness. And we're going to ask a question to this awareness, or if we have found its center, then we're going to ask at that place, which is the center of awareness. I'm gonna start by simple inquiry. When there is no human experience, Is there still awareness? And feel the awareness as if it wants to say true or false or yes and no. Once again, where there is no human experience or space or time or any phenomena altogether. Can we feel, can we still find the awareness there? And if it resonates as a true statement, if the question to, if the answer to this question is yes, then tune into that space where there is no phenomena by imagining simply by simply imagining that there is this awareness but is aware of no things it's just emptiness silence and then you may allow that on top of this emptiness that we are tuning in we are also feeling an overlay of the phenomenal world that being the sounds the atmosphere vibrational movements of sounds and lower vibrational movements of our body and the energies within and without our body and then very high frequency movements of thoughts and mind energy that are the intelligence interplaying with thought phenomena and once again 
going into the emptiness where awareness is observing no things, no phenomena still having a feeling of itself as the awareness but not being able to speak I am here at the same time on the level of awareness having this human experience having this body having this world it is able to speak I am here so we're being aware of the two superimposed realities one before time and space nothing being imagined no phenomenal appearances or movement no things only the absolute awareness in one eternal state and overlaid with that state of being is the awareness fully integrated, immersed into a human body and the world bubble. Awareness immersed in its own imagination. Seeing itself in emptiness of imagined phenomena and seeing itself. of the worlds a body an atmosphere and many 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 complex relationships 
between this being and this world that are one dream that the awareness is having and we might conclude that our being in its manifested form with its mind sounds emotion and physical properties this being a human is a complex looming of intentions intelligent intentions that are overlaid forming an intelligent architecture that is a finely thread dream fabric of the awareness and becomes like a glove like a suit an intelligent thinking, feeling, imagination, suit that is helping this awareness to be creative in its dream. ways and we might recognize that the potential to dream is unlimited and that the being manifested as a human is a navigation console that can tune into all of these infinite sequences of information 
channel them and combine them into an expression. And therefore, add on imaginations, insights of the infinite dream, playing with infinite combinations and infinite potentials in their different assignments and arrangements and assortments becoming a magical artist reshaping the dream fabric with every interface of conscious awareness the experiencer through its beingness and its manifested human And there is infinite ways to explore this. And there is infinite ways to create through this. And a human is an infinite being that is intricately connected with its infinite worldscape. And all of this is one dream that is a imagination and being of that non-being and that the two natures being not animated into doing, into creating, into immersing, into the, the, the experience. Brilda. The two are one. The apparent and non-apparent. The seen and the unseen. The moving and the stillness. Which one is real? They are both real 
which makes them also not real at the same time. This is a non-dual logic. This is a quantum logic, or you may even call it super logic or magic. That means that everything is phenomenal, as well as noting. And whoever realizes this, in the world of beings, is able to select the phenomena presented and become a complete curator of the dreamscape in ways that perceive the world without any meaning because for any meaning given, the opposite is also true, which makes all meaning an assumption, an impermanence, phenomenal altogether. When the world is seen like this, be existent and non-existent, then we are just selecting those phenomena that we want to turn on and those that we want to turn off. And we become God-like because at the same time we are observing and influencing the world from the place of God which is the dreamer beyond the substance Being, at the same time, a body in space and space and substance are creating the world and the body and all of their intricate connections. But now all these connections the world and the body can be inspected and changed from the place of the dreamer so one becomes a lucid dreamer an awakened one within the world understanding 
the infinite capacity of creation, the infinite authority of the dreamer, and the fleeting nature, the quantum nature of whatever is presented. Knowing that whatever is also isn't. And whatever is true is at the same time not true. And so the world is recognized as an illusion. former logic that gives us a sense of left and right becomes relative and all other representations of things and meanings become relative. The dreamer being really not biased to the relative world can flip the screen experience left as right and right as left just as you can flip the screen of your smartphone and what used to be up is now down And the whole logic of that image on the screen is flipped, inverted. The one recognizes that they are both dead and alive. And also that there is only consciousness and movement of phenomena and that the story of birth and death doesn't have any meaning. The phenomena is created or discreated. The phenomena is created. It grows and then is discreated. 
in cycles that generate and dissolve phenomena that are called time. All of this is phenomenal. Time cycles generate phenomena and the phenomena plays out what it was set to do and then it is dissolved. But in this cycle that is called samsara an awakened being is looking at itself and it's saying wait my beingness was generated by greater mechanisms of the dream that operates time and seeds the phenomena observe the phenomena grow and dissolve but then a phenomenal being awakens to its transcendent nature and becomes not governed by these momentums that govern seeding development and dissolution of phenomena this being becomes a self-realized being understanding that everything is nothing and that is a vibrational movement appearance of light and dark pixels, quantum possibility pixels on the screen of life, if you will. But by seeing that one is in fact this consciousness that is the absolute creator of the subsequent flows, movements, arrangements and intelligent architectures of creation this being is now self-governed being a god in its dream with the full-grown suits dream suits body and intelligent suit that was birthed and perfected in many infinite cycles of creation and interplay between the phenomena and this body is now 
evolved. And advanced. As a self-realized container. Of that God consciousness. And this is how we create gods. Thank you for joining. Avatar Academy. This concludes this episode. Please subscribe to our podcast and join us on future journeys of exploring the infinite creation. Om. Welcome to this Avatar Academy podcast where we are going to flow together into a journey of self-recognition, self-inquiry, tapping into our infinite wisdom and observing the phenomenal world and the corresponding relationships between the phenomena. And really we are going to redefine our paradigm, our intelligent expectation template, so we can open ourselves up for more quantum magic as always I will invite you to find the center of your awareness by feeling into it and proceed to experience this podcast from that place which is a place that is at the same time witnessing the world beyond phenomena, the world that to our ego might, might sound a little bit scary. It is the world of emptiness and silence and together with fullness, motion and activity these two states of being empty and full are presenting 
the world that we live in. Everything that we experience being a quantum in-between from states of complete emptiness to the state of complete fullness. And we may recognize that we are always in the perfect in-between. That everything that is crystallized as the experience, me, human, in my world, with my story, impression and expression, all of these together may form a different human experience depending on the meaning that we ascribe to the relative fleeting world of motion where ideas are constantly being contextualized and ideologies are formed and depending on the meaning that we ascribe is this sequence of phenomena good or bad is it pleasant or unpleasant am i resisting that experience or am i allowing that experience we may perceive world as different for each and every one of us at each and every given moment but we can also rest in the observer self and exploring the whole integrated world as a phenomena created in between the empty and full we may inspect and conclude that these two in every part in every aspect of creation are always in complete harmony and from this space of observing we might see that what we deem right or wrong is relative to our expectation template what is individually coded as the memory of one being and that stories are contextualized from this interpretation 
of sequences of relative phenomena that form meanings, just like letters form sentences or first form words which form sentences and sentences form stories but if we see that all these letters are relative that they are quantum letters that they can change their value from a to b to x then we have the power to also reconfigure the meaning that we give to the world as it is written in our minds and even somewhat automatically contextualized by our intelligence that is sampling the world given and trying to equip us with most data possible it is almost unfiltered especially when we are children and therefore the meanings that we hold true are the meanings passed on to us by the world that we inhabited. And we can most certainly inspect these templates because they are manifesting our individual realities and we can diffuse or dissolve stories and meanings that no longer serve us and even replace these with new concepts and if we do so consciously this is fine because we are practicing our sovereign authority over the experience that we are having and we are becoming more equipped to have discernment and make choices that benefit our journey we become the main role, but also a director and a producer. Of our experience. And really seeing the dual and really seeing the dual nature of appearances, thoughts and emotions that are 
presented in an architecture of a moment as real or at least they are being experienced by one as something and if we can see that this something is also not that is nothing at the same time then we can see that the nature of the experience is an illusion and accepting that experience for what it is gives us the power to transform the meaning and the appearance And practicing this, we become able to create and discreate meanings and appearances at will. By inspecting our thoughts and meditating upon representations of our inner worlds, we're able to dissolve those interpretations that are not serving us we are able to decide on the meaning that we give to our intelligence as a workable paradigm of creation not having our mind pull us in directions of things that were already recorded we become the author with a power to say I'm inserting this new value into the program and I am replacing all those correspondences which tend to limit this value. Installing a new template of behavior and commanding templates that energetically form habits that move us, commanding these to dissolve at will. And after mastering the mind and its currents, one becomes able to influence the external mind because it is all one the external reality just a projection of the currents within our intelligence these streams of data that we compiled 
that give us information about the world. And we can replace these logic with a super logic. And super logic really is an embodied, fully embodied idea of I am a complete creator and author. Nothing is impossible. I will see it when I believe it. Therefore, I am installing this new value, this new world paradigm, and I'm updating my logic or even dissolving the previous logic. starting to fully interface with the world throughout this new preset, new paradigm. Now, you and me, we can shape-shift this reality as we understand that it is a phenomena and the accumulative powers that crystallize this reality be there to assist us to form any magical creation that we want to bring to this animation of phenomena. And this concludes today's episode, giving one a more insight on the magical quests. The magical quest is a complete alignment of one's focus and intelligence in a single pointed direction of alternating the dreamscape also known as experienced reality. This quest becomes supported by the laws of creation and their subsequent 
intelligences, sub-laws, and creative currents that operate at all times forming the experience of the dreamscape reality. These universal forces work symbiotically with the Magi as Magi observes the quest from the place of pure self beyond all substance phenomena and intelligence that is created through the substance. In this way one can unify all the principles of creation in one's innermost being and in effect create whatever quest is imagined. Thank you for being with us. If you like this content, please subscribe and I will talk to you in the next transmission. Goodbye. to admire 
that which is on the surface, this does not make anyone inferior or superior. It just makes all of us immersed in different levels of exploration which are all one but nevertheless the world as it is has been focused mostly on this physical aspects and it has done great things creating relationships based on the surface worlds and it combines so many different materials components into infinite arrangements now we got many many things and almost we can say in all truth we got infinite things that we have stimulated into creation by this exploration of the surface And now I'm eating some cake. So I hope you will stay here as I have not found a way to edit this podcast and remove the parts where I'm eating the cake out from the edits and what a beautiful cake it is I wish all of you to have this very experience at least once in your life so if ever you find yourself in Bali In a little village called Ubud, there is this tea shop that is called Art Teas. It's on Hanuman Street. And they have a beautiful triple chocolate cake, which I'm not sure what it is called. Uh, but it comes with a little macaroon cookie attached on top of a shiny chocolate surface perfectly smooth in a shape of hmm, something solid and flat so there you go also this very cake as an assembly of 
substances that have been alchemized or prepared with a specific order. This cake has become an object that is created. memorized by the God mind and so beyond space-time experience that we are having there is a logos a quantum snapshot of the cake mansion so there's something that you can do you can invite that cake from that universal mind snapshot which is a quantum light hologram to condense into form in front of you right now and surely there's no one to say no or there's no one to forbid this invocation from being crystallized for you, for your enjoyment, so you can have the mentioned cake in your mouth, melting, and you enjoying that. Now, do you have a preset, a world preset, intelligent memory in your system that is saying, this is not possible for me because that exist that attach you to a manifested reality <laughs> which is presented as materializing the cake right in front of me from that shop into my holographic bubble and into my mouth that is not workable or possible for me now if we have been informed by this human world we are sure to have one or more interestingly formed paradigm logics which say that for one reason or another 
this is not possible for us. Sometimes we are not even a vibrational match to witness something, maybe even to buy a cake in a shop and just enjoy it because we resist eating sugar, we resist spending money, or God knows what else. So then the cake don't come to us, even through a horizontal landscape and means of a linear logic. And we are exploring a possibility here that we are all-powerful creators and all-deserving to eat all the cake that you wish and even make the cake out of nothing for yourself to enjoy. And in this proposition, which is a quantum paradigm of the world and the being in the world, and this paradigm is stating that we are just consciousness observing different layers of phenomena which are at the same time existence and non-existence. And this allows us to choose the phenomena and have it arrive into our experience or we can dissolve it from being present in our experience as if we had full custody over our dreamscape, our life, our human body's mind and the external experience being just one dream fabric that this consciousness is energizing into existence. This is the highest perception and the highest logic. And then the sub-laws of creation, whether they are the laws of mechanical creation, which explain how we influence the world through physical means, contextual laws that apply to these type of doings or we might be creating through imagination in whichever way 
judgment and all of the laws that help things intelligently come together and form an experience. All of these workings, all of these laws are utilized effortlessly this highest perception, highest logic or knowing that all of these work for the experience of that one consciousness that is requesting the show and the intelligence and the God-mind with all its arrangements is simply running the show. In conclusion to this, request to know yourself as that supreme authority is the engine of this experience and then the rest will follow but anyway we are going to still go into details of replacing the energetic memory in the world paradigm and updating that with a quantum understanding so be sure to subscribe to this podcast channel and check back in to listen to that next episode only Hi friends, another podcast from Avatar Academy and we will call this one Interviews from the Void Think about, or even better, feel emptiness Our minds simply mirrors of the phenomenal all of that being one mind is not able to describe the void because in the void the function of the mind ceases Here's a moment of silence. Kind of spooky, huh? <laughs> if you 
try to tune in to the feeling of emptiness we may conclude that everything is void of any phenomena now this is a very subtle knowing at the beginning a simple satori a moment of realization of ultimate peace and the true being existing within that beyond all phenomena of space-time and if we want to pierce into that subtle knowing that subtle recognition and have it forever we must be prepared to face death psychologically or spiritually doesn't mean the actual death of the body but a transformation of energetic memory that forms the currents and the habits that run this character because in the moment where we realize and contemplate the absence of phenomena few things happen first of all we realize that we are present without any assumed identity that there is nothing happening there is no space and time but we are still there this is the awakening of the transcendent self which is recognized as a more substantial even if it doesn't appear in any substance but I can use the word substantial because the true self the pure self is more real than all of the fleeting effects its dream so for a god to become god the dream character needs to 
be dissolved. And there are many energetic memories on personal level and on the soul and the oversoul level. So best strategy is to expand the space of emptiness. Go a little bit underneath the phenomenal. One scratches the surface of metaphysical and the metaphysical really rests on the emptiness and there we find that everything that is other than the self is imagination and illusion at the same time existing and not existing So if we were accustomed to a world of phenomena and glued into the desires and the wants and the disputes, we first need to expand the emptiness and find comfort beyond the meaning. beyond any given meaning of relative phenomenal world and the intelligence that corresponds to that we may need to find comfort in the peace supreme and become at home there transcendent abode that is not a house yet it is not a vehicle of consciousness there is no vehicle there is only consciousness now once we are able to hold this empty space The alchemy of dissolving the glue of reality, the attachments, the samskaras, those that bind us to karmic events and circumstances in a way that is animated escape the animation and the playing out of all of our thought forms whether those seen or unseen 
by the consciousness but if these streams of ideas are moving through our bodies emotional bodies mental bodies the only way that we can be non-identified and free from whatever type of horror or joy is going on on the surface world to be free is to be resting behind the scenes of the world and funny enough behind the scenes void of phenomena emptiness that is not even a space yet so we could call it empty even the space is imagined and the space populated by the phenomena is imagined and then experienced and then we form memories that become our vehicle to generate experiences as a being but we fall into an identification with this surface layer with this phenomenal layer the character The only way we can become free is to dissolve the character. Now here's the problem. <laughs> the character is animated, so it wants to keep on playing out the streams of data emotions, energies in motion they're doing the animation so how to break the animation meditate, right? <laughs> easier said than done if one does try to meditate and one hasn't found a way through self-inquiry or proper guidance to enter the space of emptiness and expand this space to the point where it becomes a predominant experience a resting space in the inter internal void 
where there is supreme peace and the self is without things or substances one can there rest and the proper way to meditate is to enter the silence and expand it now for somebody to be able to do this they needed to arrive to a place where they cannot stand the suffering that their animation or animation loops are causing karmic loops, ties they tend to recreate the same thing over and over again and there the consciousness is still always excited by a false presumption a promise of the characters subsystem of thinking incomplete logic that breeds unholistic and unholy points of view generating karmic perspectives and attempts to do something succeed and fail depending on how firmly we are grasping on these attempts attempts that come without worrying to be more successful but we will one way or the other experience our full karmic templates which are all of the ideas about the world that come from a perspective of individuality. Later the individual can be reinstated into the holistic picture where we see that character in a video game was never our identity 
dissolve it and return to the Supreme Absolute Self without a glitch or distortion that come from a false presumption of an individual character. Once there is nothing but emptiness and the pure self becomes truly pure. We are then back in the individual perspective knowing very well that it's a dream and that we are but a mirror in a world of smoking mirrors and that all of characters and their sub-personalities and distortions and complexes and etc. that all of these are created by the one mind and we cannot fail to see the humor in this divine comedy identify or argue or in any way restrict anything that is going on around us we in our individuality and our absoluteness can remain an enjoyer of the play, theatrical play that we created and set in motion. With this intention to find an experience with infinite perspectives and observe that experience and its ever fleeting motions So when I invite you to enter the void, it is a quest for those that are yearning this, and really can't hold anything in the world to have a really heavy gravitational meaning anymore. You've seen the world as an illusion 
and all the causes and attempts of the character to create circles of movement, ripples in the ocean that need to be flatted out. Every meaning that was given went a full circle to be replaced with a conflicting or complementary meaning, if you will. You needed to complete every investigation by seeing the whole constellation, the world, from where you started. meaningless so we are finding more than anything else that has some phenomenal value more than all of these ideas of what can make us happy that in return make us desperate one wants freedom from the illusion when this quest for freedom outweighs or outwages the Maya, the dancing pixels of the screen in whatever way they may be presented. Pixels on the screen, they are everything that we are interacting with and yet we have gangster rap videos seductresses with lipstick and provocative dresses promises of fame, glory, heroism machoism, money, feminism communism romantic love prince from a fairy tale or a princess or a witch a boogeyman a devil an opponent somebody who is rejected because they are a nuance their cause of our troubles 
police, government, Nazis, hippies, whoever. Phenomena on the screen. Creating an invitation to play. And there is no label saying, don't take me seriously. Of course there are gurus in India, and even the Beatles said it and everybody heard that verse, well, if you're born in the 90s, maybe not, <laughs> but here goes the word, the verse, strawberry fields, nothing is real, nothing to get hung about. And it was in the pop songs, it was broadcasted, but it's not really obvious because the streams of animation, the emotional data that runs the avatar doll through the scenery, it's creating a pretty neat immersive simulation and we are entrapped in a trap of our own creation and it's fun it's a ride and then it starts to be unbearable and we want out sooner or later so we ask Jesus the Christ to come down from the sky and uplift us so we can rest and we need to surrender all of our imaginary scenes so the animation can stop because all of these scenes are imaginary programs that are running and the dream goes on playing and playing and can we stop the dream? the dream goes on it's running its course and it will do that but we can exit the stage and at the same time be without the dream and peeking inside participating and choosing our roles in a way that allows us to stay free dipping our toes in the dream but remaining perfectly chill beyond and this is where surrender happens 
once we learned the catches, once we seen how it works, and we know and feel every little bit of it, we are not falling for the traps, for the hooks. We are free, observing and adding an anecdote here and there, doing something effortlessly, without seeking an advantage or reciprocation for that which is being done we are truly in that moment flowing with whatever there is and then the dream becomes heaven because we are not feeding we've cut the cords of the animation and we're not feeding the nightmare of our imagination and we, be we go beyond life and death truly and the only gateway that can transform our energetic memory in a way that's effortless and relaxed is that gateway whether you go back through birth or you go out through death you pass that threshold where there's no more frequency movement dance everything ceases to be and now the energies of the ego the character the subconscious that is running the show they can be dissolved and this needs to be achieved fully because any partial achievement leads to a hysteria or madness so there's no backing up if you say all right give me a coffin and lock me in the coffin <laughs> and now i am officially dead and there is no way to call anyone or uh, there are no more friends or there are no family there's no one and I realize I am all, all alone in the emptiness of which nothing can be said and the universe is a fairy tale that doesn't exist anymore. And what does that leave you with? nothing right but still you will have a body and you're re-entering the world and you are re-entering the world and you're no one and everybody is animated 
most of the people you will find others that are at the same time channeling some animation and not really being real seeing that it's a dream that it's not happening and it's kind of dancing at the same time Shiva he's in a meditation silence emptiness and then he dances like crazy and birds universes and he is kicking the planets playing soccer in a space field of one galaxy and he's destroying the fields and causing cataclysms playing ball football and Shiva is dancing and playing and birthing and creating and destroying and at the same time he's not So to hold the emptiness completes the picture brings that observer self beyond any frequency. where there is only self and there is no good and evil there is no good and bad what's better or worse there's no relativity that belongs to the phenomenal world and in the phenomenal world for every good there is a bad you can't have it any other way so in comparison to this paradoxical insanity that life is compared to that the neutral state of the absolute self is way better 
it feels fuller and realer even though it's empty that self that I that me that me feels better than any hey I'm this or I'm that I'm going there to get that and then all of these sequences of phenomena are a dispersion, segmentation, entropy of the fullness and oneness of the self. So in all arrangements of experience going from blissful to horrid in a vibrational movement that is the animation of life, all of these experiences emotional dances of frequency nothing compares none of this compares to self so in surrendering the animations becoming motionless one can recycle and I mean technologically from a viewpoint of spiritual energetics and how the game of life is designed From the emptiness there is a supreme authority and all of the subsequent dimensions can be dissolved effortlessly so our karmas and our nuisance personas and identities can be swiftly dissolved whenever that individual who is in the vessel of that karma is ready to surrender the animation of life and the seeking of the absolute becomes more intense so it outweighs the gravitational pull 
that game immersion is creating. Ask and ye shall receive. That is the rule because there is no one to tell you no. The self is the self and none of these phenomenal dances have any real authority over the self. But they have authority over the body, the avatar doll and they're moving the body like a marionette. Now, if the self is sought and established as the real, animations can be dissolved and the avatar can be reclaimed. Now that avatar body vehicle of that consciousness is forever free from the necessity to be moved to do either good or bad or probably both in the same time when there is a lower perspective on events. Because if the avatar is liberated All is transcended. God perfection is obtained as realization, as something that we are able to perceive plainly. All is neutral, all is balanced, all is perfect. So any action in the phenomenal world becomes futile, truly. An avatar is not able to work in a way that ego gets things done. An avatar is a vessel of the absolute self. So who is driving the vessel is not an individual on the stage in a multiplayer game simulation, but the absolute God self and God self will use this vessel. to show up in the world in whatever way is most fits in every moment of space-time simulation the avatar is danced by the absolute
there is no separation of that avatar from the God Self. It's not even that the avatar is being danced by some God somewhere. That Self that is omniscience and its avatar, they are in each other. And this is the inner marriage, or Eros Gamos, holy marriage. When all of the sub-aspects of identity are integrated into the Supreme Self, they are seen by the Self, and they are dissolved from the energetic memory of that body because the Absolute Self doesn't need energetic memory. The Absolute Self is omnipotent and omniscient. It knows everything, everywhere, all at once. And is channeling everything, everywhere. into this here and now. And thus the purified human becomes one yoga through purification of sanskaras and purification really means also oh here's this channel in my mind okay let's play this game once more okay oh my god it sucks okay let that go oh here's more stories in my mind Okay, let's play it out. Oh my god. Oh, this is so karmic. I don't want this anymore. Let that go. And then another one and another one. Or you can be okay. I'm sick of everything and uh, I'm just going into the void and I'm releasing all of this. <laughs> Sound familiar? Okay, this has been a pretty non-dual uh, transmission for the sake of calibration of this avatar at this moment. And we are sending this out there for reference and hearing of all of you other me's that are mirroring in this journey so what to say other than silence speaks <sighs> see you 
or talk to you in the next episode until then enjoy the silence yeah